Well, I mean, there's not a whole lot you can say about that, except for the fact that so many people, if they were encountered with that same question, why are we here, would have no idea, any better than Raymond, how to answer that question. Just FYI, we're, we're not here because heaven is overcrowded or anything like that. Um, so just don't even think that. But that's such an important question. We talk about this idea, don't waste your life. What is life really all about? So many people spend their entire life wondering, why am I here? Why was I born? What is my purpose for being here on earth? And those are such critical, important questions to ask. And so many people, they get themselves in trouble when they ask those kind of questions because they start by asking it from the wrong perspective. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Look at what it says in the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah 1.5. It says this. God said this to Jeremiah. He said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. See, God told Jeremiah, before you were even born, before you were even a thought, I knew you. And I set you apart for a purpose. And the same is true for each and every purpose person here. See, one of the things I know is that that God made every one of us for a purpose, with a purpose, and on purpose. Some people may have been an accident to their mom and dad. They may have been an unexpected blessing, but they weren't to God. There are no accidents with God. And the first step to understanding your purpose is understanding that God goes in the center of every part of that question. It's all about God. See, the Bible says that, that we were created for God, not the other way around. And that's where so many people get messed up. It starts with this one simple idea. It's not about me. And now, for a lot of people, that's a pretty radical way to think. Because for their entire life, everything has been about me. What's in it for me? What can I get out of this? How does this benefit me? How does this affect me? Me, 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 me. And of course that, you know, we all, that starts from birth. We're all raised with that idea of mine, 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 mine. We see that from kids on up. And unfortunately, a lot of adults don't grow out of that. And so they just keep living life. It's all about me. What, me, me, me. I got to get mine. I got to, it doesn't matter who I hurt along the way. I got to get what I want. It's all about my desires, my goals, my dreams. But here's the reality. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's not even about my own personal fulfillment. Because see, God's plans for me are far greater than I could ever imagine. And the same is true for each and every one of you. God's desire for you is so far beyond just you being happy 
Are you having a good life? He's got such greater things for you. And if you want to understand what those plans are, you have to begin with God and not you. And that's where so many people struggle. That's where so many people live their life. I, you know, I can tell you from my own personal life, my, my dad, he's a, a pastor. So I've spent my entire life growing up in the church. And, you know, people used to always ask me when I was a kid, are you going to grow up and be a preacher like your dad? And my response was, was really easy. No, that's stupid. Uh, and not because I didn't like the church or I didn't like God or anything like that. I just had my own plans. My plans included me you know, going to school, getting a great job, making a lot of money, living the good life. My plans also included, you know, I used to say when I was in school, by the time I get to 25, I'm going to be married. I'm going to have all these things lined up. And just so, you know, some of you know me, some of you don't, I was not married until I was 31. And I used to think, okay, if I hit 25 and I'm still not married, my standard is going to go way down. I'm going to start, just open it up to anybody. And, um, but the reality was just the opposite happened. When I realized that, that God had such a better plan for me, when I hit 25 and 26 and 27 and 28, I didn't start going, you know, what was me? Is, is there anybody out there? That just made me trust God more. The fact that I knew there was someone out there that at the right moment in time, God was preparing her for me and me for her, and that he would put us together, and it would be incredible. And it was, and it still is. And had I not waited, had I not allowed myself to, to not jump into something just because I had reached some criteria, that, some deadline that I set for myself, I would have missed out on so many things. And the same is true with me serving in a local church. You know, I had big plans for my life. I was in college as an engineering major. I had taken all the hard classes, all the calculuses and physics and computer classes and everything. I mean, I was on track. I knew the right people. I had everything set up. And then one day, God said, I want you to do this. And, and I distinctly remember, you know, I didn't hear some big voice, you know, kind of thing. It, it, it wasn't like that. But I was actually, you know, people, you've heard people mention they had like a mountaintop experience where you're just kind of in that. Well, I was literally on a mountaintop. I, I was in a mountain in the Swiss Alps. And it was, you know, that's a whole nother story. But I, I was reading my Bible, and it was the summer between my sophomore and junior year of college. And, and I was actually trying to make some decisions about what my plans were going to be um, because my living arrangements had had to change. And so it was, it was in that season, I was having a conversation with myself about what am I going to do moving forward? Am I going to stay going to my same school and then have to change where I live and do a bunch of stuff I didn't really want to do? And that's when I, I just I felt God telling me, here's what I want you to do. And you can either choose to do that or not. Fortunately, I made the right choice. Now, I'm not rich, have no money, um, but yet I have more joy, more fulfillment in my life than any amount of money could have ever brought me. And that's because 
I am doing exactly what God created me to do. I am fulfilling the purpose that God put me on this earth for. The only way I could get to this moment is by trusting God along the way. Because I didn't go to God and say, God, here's my plan. Now I want you to make all these things happen for me. Now I started there. Like most of us do, we have an idea. This is what I want to do. This is what I enjoy. This is my desires. And there's nothing wrong with that. Every one of us has gifts. Every one of us has things that make us happy. But the problem comes when we let those supersede God's desires for our life. And I could have made that choice. I could have said, God, I'm on track to have this great job and all this money, and I'll get with you later on. Let me do what I want to do first, and, and then I'll get back to this. And I would have missed out on so many things. I would have never met and married my wife, never had my baby, never gotten to experience all that I have in my adult life if I would have not done things God's way. So when we talk about this idea, why are we here? Why did God put us here? It starts with God. Don't make the mistake of saying it starts, starts with me first. It starts with God. See, when you talk about this idea, this, this search for purpose has puzzled people for thousands of years. You know, everybody wonders, why am I here? Whether they have an easy life, hard life, good life, bad life, everybody asks that question, why am I here? And it is a great question. As long as we don't start with ourselves. See, the Bible says it's God who directs the lives of his creatures. Everything on earth is in his power. See, contrary to what many books and movies and seminars may tell us, you won't discover your life's meaning by looking within yourself. It's not there. Most people have probably tried that. But the problem with that thinking is you didn't make you. So your reason for being made is not found within you. You know, that's like if I handed you an invention that you had never seen before. You would have no idea what to do with that invention or what its function was because you didn't make it. Only the person who created that could tell you, here's how it works, here's its purpose, here's what it does. And since God made each and every one of us, only God knows only God determines what our purpose is for being here on earth. Only the creator can reveal the true purpose. But to find it, we have to talk to the creator. We have to be willing to, to talk to God. You must begin with God. See, it is only through God that we discover our real meaning. Everything else leads to a dead end. We were made for God. God was not made for us. And that's something we have to really come to understand. That life is about letting God use us for his purposes, 
not us trying to use God for our own purpose. And that's where so many people get stuck. They get in trouble. God, I tried the whole church thing. I tried the whole God thing. And I, I expected you to fix this and do this and make this happen and give me the best job and the most money and fix my kids and fix my family. And none of it happened. God, you let me down. I'm through with you. And that's where so many people live their life. And it was never intended to be that way. You know, I've read so many books that suggest ways to discover the purpose in your life. And most of them could be described in one way as self-help books. Because they focus on discovering your purpose that's centered around you. Your purpose lies in you. And you just have to discover that. You just have to, to find that. Clarify your dreams. Set some goals. And through those, through those milestones and goal settings, you will discover what you were made for and what brings you happiness. And that's where so many people live. But focusing on ourselves will never reveal our life's purpose. And, you know, of course, some of those recommendations can often lead people to great success in life. They can get great jobs by working hard and looking within themselves and setting goals. And they can achieve incredible things, fame and money and power and all the things that the world says is great. But even through all that, people can still live life completely miserable because they are not living in and through the purpose for which they were created. It's not about the money. It's not about the power or prestige. I mean, look what God says in his word in Luke chapter 9. He says it pretty clear. He says, whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? See, Jesus is clear. He said, following me is hard. Following me is not about you doing everything you want to do. Sometimes it's about making incredibly difficult decisions simply because God asked us to. I'm living proof of this, that following God is always better than to doing what makes sense, doing what seems easy. You know, three and a half years ago, my wife and I, I mean, we had a great life. We, we had a pretty easy life. Had plenty of money, great job, great friends, great place to live. And God said, I want you to Walk away from all that and go to a city where you have nothing, where you know nobody, and I want you to start something from scratch where there are no guarantees, there's no money, there's no income, and I'll take it from there. And we could have said, God, that's crazy. That makes no sense. Why, why would anybody do that? And I'm sure we had those thoughts, but... When it came time, we took that step. And it was the greatest decision that we could have ever made for our life. Now, it really has been the most difficult thing we've ever done. But it's been the best thing we have ever done, the most fulfilling thing we have ever done, because we're doing 
what God put us on earth to do. Nothing else could bring us as much joy or fulfillment than by doing what God says to do. See, the Bible, when you start there, the Bible is not God's self-help book. The Bible gives us wisdom for life, wisdom for living. But the Bible is all about God. It's, it's not about us. It's not about how to cram more stuff into your life to make everything you want to do fit. And that's where a lot of people, they land there too. They say, okay, I got to do this for God. So that means I'm going to add this to my already busy schedule because I got to do what I want to do and what God wants me to do. And I'm trying to fit it all in. And then eventually, you know, they go crazy and, you know, their eyes pop out and they faint and, have, and that's it. Because you can't do all that. The reality is the Bible says much more about removing stuff from your life than adding stuff to it. You know, it's about much more about how to do less in your life by focusing on what matters most. And that's God. The story starts with God and ends with God. It's about you becoming who God created you to be by doing it God's way. See, the question is, how do you, you discover God's purposes for your life? How do you discover what God created you for? There are only two options. And, and here's the first one, and this is what most people do, choose. They guess. They take a shot in the dark. They theorize. And, and here's what it means. It says, you know, I've always thought life was about and you fill in the blank. That's where most people land. I've got an opinion. I think, I think we're here because heaven is crowded. And God has to give some space for a season. So he puts people down here. And that's, that's just as crazy as what a lot of people think. But for thousands of years, intelligent people have discussed and speculated and theorized about the meaning of life. Now, in fact, a philosophy professor at a, a university in Illinois, here's what he did. He once wrote to 250 of the best-known philosophers, scientists, writers, and intellectuals in the world, and he asked them one simple question, what is the meaning of life? And, he, and here's what he got back. He said some offered their best guesses. Some admitted that they just made up a purpose for life. Others were honest enough to say they were clueless. In fact, a number of famous intellectuals asked him to write back and tell them if he discovered the purpose. See, the reality is, without God, people are clueless. They have no idea what the purpose for life is. That we were made for God, by God. That is why we're here period, to fulfill God's purpose for us. And until we understand that, nothing will ever make sense. Until we get that right first, it's all about God, it's not about me. And that God made us for His glory. That's the starting point. Fortunately, there's an alternative to just speculate and guess and offer theories about why we're here. Not speculation, it's revelation. We've got the answer, and it's in God's word. 
God tells us why he, he created us all through his word. And that's the easiest way to find out what's the meaning of something or what something is for is ask the creator. God, you want to know why we're here? Ask God. That's our reality. And it starts in God's word. The Bible says God's wisdom goes deep into the interior of his purposes. We want to find out why we're here. We seek God's wisdom to answer that question. He made us all for a purpose, with a purpose, for him. It goes back to that verse we started with. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. God's plan, long before we were ever a thought, God had a plan and a purpose for each and every one of us. It's just up to us to figure out what that is and to see that fulfilled. And, and that's whether you're a school teacher or a, a stay-at-home mom or you work in a factory or you, you know, own your own business. All of those can be in line with God's purpose for your life. It's just you figuring out, okay, God, starting, let me start with you first. Not with me. Start with God. Because see, when we really understand, when we really look at that verse in Jeremiah, we, we see some real truths that we discover our identity and our purpose through a relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, it has to start with God. And without a relationship with God, we can never figure it out. We can't know what God wants us to be unless we know God first. And, and the second thing we realize about that is God was thinking about us long before we ever thought about him. Long before we ever existed, God did. And God knew us. And that's an incredible thought as to how much God loves us. That the creator of the universe knows me and knows you and has a plan for your life. That should give us so much joy to know that we don't have to figure all this stuff out. All we got to do is ask the one who already knows the answer. And sometimes that's a hard question. Sometimes it's hard to take ourselves off the throne and say, God, it's not about me anymore. What is your plan? Because sometimes you may find out, oh, I didn't really want to hear that. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't prepared for that. Can, is there a plan B? Um, uh, can I, you know, phone a friend or something like that? And God's plan is best. You want to know the answer to, to why we're here? It goes back to the very beginning of the Bible. When God created everything. When God made Adam. And from Adam, he made Eve. He made them for his pleasure and his joy. The Bible says this about when God made Adam and Eve. It says they were created to glorify God and enjoy fellowship with him. You know, God made us humans because he loved us and he wanted us. We were created not only to have fellowship with God, but to have good relationship with others. We were created, according to the Bible, to work 
to work the land, to provide. And then it says we were created to, what the Bible says is, have dominion over the earth. And then, just like the Bible says, sin entered the world. We began to rebel against God's created purpose. And sin happened. So, what, what does that mean? Well, because of sin, our relationship with God that God desired was broken because of sin. Our relationship with other people is strained and frustrating because of that sin. Work which we were created to do, seems frustrating and purposeless and joyless because sin entered the world and changed the ideal, changed what God originally intended. And our relationship to the earth, now that's just all jacked up right now with things that are going on in the world. People's ideas about the earth and, you know, everything like that. It was not the way God originally intended it. Because sin got in the way. God created us for a relationship with him. Because he loved us. And then sin happened. And because of that sin, that broke that relationship between us and God. And the Bible says the penalty for that sin is death. That's the only thing that could pay the price that our sin is owed to a perfect and holy God was death. But because God loved us so much, he did not want us to have to pay that price for our own sin. So just like the Bible says, he sent his son Jesus here on earth to live a perfect, sinless life to willingly lay down his life on the cross so he could pay the price for my sin and for your sin that we could never pay for ourselves. His death paid the price for our sin so that we could reconnect that relationship with God. So that we could realize and be who God created us to be. So that we could fulfill the purpose that our life was created to have. It starts with God and it ends with God. And first and foremost, it starts with us understanding that we have to have a relationship with God. That that's the starting point for everything. To answer the question, why are we here? We first have to start with God and us beginning a relationship with God. And the Bible says the way to do that, if you confess with your mouth, that Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart, believe on the inside that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. The Bible says everyone who calls on the name of God will be saved. You don't have to go through any kind of ritual. You don't have to perform certain tasks. You just have to trust God. You just have to say, God, I trust you are exactly who the Bible says you are. I believe that, and I give my life over to that truth. I'm tired of making my life all about me. I'm ready to find my real purpose. I'm ready for you to take control and show me what I was created to be and what I'm really here for. So if you're here to, today, whether it's your first time here, whether you come all the time, if you're here today and you say, you know what, I need to do that. 
I'm tired of, of playing this game, of just going through the motions of life. I'm tired of my life just, just existing. I'm ready for more. I'm ready for, to really understand why I'm here. Then today you can do that. Here's what I'm going to ask everyone to do. I'm going to ask